Snowball Spark. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Wednesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM. The Sports Animal, glad to have you along for the next hour. I guess we can update the uh, baseball tournaments from around the state. Some start today. Maybe Coach Pitch starts today. This is Wednesday, right? My head's spinning a little bit. Yeah. Yes, it is Wednesday. All right, so Coach Pitch starts today in uh, Weatherford. Got Salisaw in the 12U, Clinton, or no, that's in Clinton. Yeah. Weatherford's 10U. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Take it over, Jared. <laughs> so you're all over the place? Take over. Well, I, I got a slow computer. I'm waiting for it to catch yeah, up. Yeah, Clinton with me. is Coach Pitch. 10U is Weatherford. Salisaw is the 12U. I can tell you this nothing happened in Salisaw. That yesterday. rain came, huh? Did it it stay all, do you know, uh, you had to drive through it, I assume. No, it was you, already done. It was already done? Mm-hmm. But they got nothing done. Yeah, it rained pretty good there for a while. And we were actually kind of south and west of Salisaw, where we were staying. Uh, and I think it got, it was more, it rained more in Salisaw than it did where we were at. So it was pretty early, about one in the afternoon. Or so when the call was already made. Hey, there ain't no baseball today. Yeah. And so the the bracket's been redrawn as far as times, games, and that kind of thing. So I can figure that out uh, here and let everybody know kind of what's happening today. Matter of fact, I think we got a game starting at the end of the show that was supposed to happen yesterday at 2 o'clock. So we can update that, uh, get you there. Also, state champs are going to be here today. The Elk City 12U Elkettes, state softball champs, they'll be in the house about 9.30 to tell us what it was like uh, to win a state title in the dominating fashion that they did. And so that'll be a lot of fun, getting to hear from them. Have you seen any of this golf stuff? The, the, the actual the agreement? Well, I, I saw... I. The, like the tweet, I saw a tweet that had everything in it, and I almost forwarded it to you and said, okay, get on this and study it and explain it to me. I didn't want to sit down and read all of that. I'm sure you found some bullet points, though, did you? I haven't. No. Not really? That's, that's hoping you had. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> now, I, th- I think the gist of it, honestly, it, it's going to be moving forward, that Live Golf is going nowhere. Okay. It's, it's, it's not going anywhere. And... I think the timing, everyone has jumped the gun. It's going to be a little bit. But they also have a clause in there that if they don't, and if they can't come to an agreement, then it just goes back to what it was. I have a hard time believing that's ever going to happen. Mm. So that's that's one of those things. Also, so there'll be like still be a PGA event and a live event. I think, but they're <laughs> going to try to not really conflict with each other. Is that, that would, how it's going to work? I guess. And then, so if that if that's the case. Then are we going to have these guys? Uh, is Liv going to have to be more than forty-eight guys in the field? If not, it's hard to squeeze everybody in. Maybe those are just week off, weeks off for the PGA Tour guys. Maybe not. I don't. It's it's still a long, long ways to go before they get this completely figured out on how this is all going to work and, how, and what it's going to look like. That at the end of the day, if I'm on the PGA side, the player side. I'm looking at Jay Monahan and going, look what you created by not just letting there be a fall series. That's all that Yasser wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. Just have a li- just have a few tournaments around the world, and now here we are in, in an absolute mess. Uh, but it's, this is going to be an ongoing topic for sure, and until and we get this figured out. And then also, of course, you've got the um, Oh, the boys in Washington thinking they need to look into it as well, which I'm not exactly sure 
what good that can come out. Yeah, I don't understand that one either. But anyway, there's that. Uh, we've got this free agency bullet points for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That starts Saturday. I would imagine by this afternoon, tomorrow, for sure Friday, we're going to get to start hearing about some agreements that are in place. You know what I mean? That's That always happens. You're not supposed to talk to anybody until midnight on July 30th or June 30th. Yeah, that's not happening. I think we all know that the, the, the gun is, gets jumped. And so I, I imagine we'll start hearing There's some of some, that. Some back channels kept open. For sure. Yeah. For sure. They're having dinners and that kind of thing. Right. So I don't expect the Thunder to be overly aggressive by reading this uh, this kind of preview on ESPN.com. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime on in at 225-9698. We've also got a final total in the Jello Shot Challenge. They cut them off, did they? <laughs> there is a final. Oh, my. They say records were meant to be broken. Yeah, good luck. Good luck ever, yeah. ever breaking this one. <laughs> All right. If uh, you're going to be outside the listening area, there are a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. You can log on to kadsam.com. You can download the app. The app's got it all. Radio. It's got the Penny News, which, by the way, brand new edition of the Penny News. Hit the website last night at midnight. Check it out, thepennynews.com. Have the print copies filtering out this afternoon. By tomorrow, everybody can go pick up a free copy of the Penny News. Big Elk and Paragon TV are also in that app. So once we roll around to August, be back online with the high school sports there on Big Elk and Paragon TV. And, of course, the podcast. You can find it anywhere. Uh, we're podcast star. How are you today, Jared? I'm well. I am. Um, I'm up and at him. I had to get here early to fill in for Nathan in his show. So yeah, I've, I was, I've been I, here when for I was a pulling in there, and yep. right just after eight, so I'm, your I'm, truck was here. I'm bright and bushy tailed, ready to go. Is that? Um, I noticed that you parked where Nathan normally parks. So is that kind of the early morning show host parking spot? Well, usually when I get here, Landry's already gone, and I try to park where he parks. And I, pull I do that as, too. And I pull as uh, forward. And I usually beat you here. Yeah, you do, but you're right. But anyway, so um, I guess, I don't know. I just found the closest parking spot, I guess. Easiest one to maneuver into. Sure, sure. I uh, I was a few minutes late today. Would you like to know why? Well, I mean, I, I you're probably tired from That's, nope. getting back here from Salisaw. That's the, not it. Did you run out of gas? Nope. Flat tire? Nope. Alarm didn't go off? Nope. What was it then? I'm out. What? They, uh, the, the, the road's not open. Did I come down? Oh, uh, you come down Pioneer? Yes. Off of 20th Street? That's correct. Yeah, they're doing something at the railroad crossing yeah. over there. I probably should get on that, being the news guy and all. Yeah, the road's not, uh, not open. Yeah. And here's the problem. You just got to go back where you came from. There's no way to get yeah, around it really once no, you get there. Yeah, I guess you could go all the way to Merritt Road. Yeah, but you still got to go back to 20th is what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to go back to 20th. Yeah. yeah. And then go around. Yep. Right. And then as soon as I got I mean, in their defense, they did have a sign up. I remember the seeing the sign. <laughs> uh, gosh, I guess it would have been Sunday. I saw Saturday uh, going back and forth from the golf course to here. Yeah. Sunday when I'm came up here to get everything kind of squared away for monday and tuesday i remember then as i pulled up there and was getting closer and i'm like uh-oh yeah that sign did say and i couldn't remember the date turns out it was the 27th <laughs> so i don't have one job from the text sign i have one job i gotta figure out what's going on over there i don't have just one job here i can tell you that notice this studio has been cleaned up i did notice this i took everything Where'd you put it? I took all the cameras, HDMIs, all the audio equipment, everything downstairs, and I'm going to be, it's kind of like an inventory. I'm doing inventory during this dog days of summer. See, here's the only bad thing about what you've done. 
Got to do it every year. No. Got to find stuff missing. What if something's if something is missing later on? It's going to be all your fault. Can only blame. Well, you. here's the deal. I'd, I'd rather find it missing now. That's correct. Here on June 28th, and not on the first day of a football game. Like down at Altus. Yeah. High Tower Stadium. Yeah. Oh, it looks like there's a bunch of action. So, outside. anywho, that's what's going on. Down. And then I'm gonna once I do all that, I'm gonna set everything up down there. I'm gonna be done football will be ready for broadcast before i go on vacation oh really it will that's my goal that way i i don't have to even worry about that i don't because i found the last couple years when i'm on vacation i'm thinking oh man when i get back i gotta get ready for the football broadcast i gotta hit that ground running i don't even want to worry about that so and i'm hoping that a lot of it will carry over from last year but um there's some changes i'm gonna make but Anywho, got some because we don't have games to go to. We don't, I'm done with softball for a month, so that's uh, I got some free time outside of my normal job. And then I'll tackle that. But I wanted to, and clutter drives me crazy. It was getting a little out of hand in here, so I cleaned it up. Plus, I knew we we're gonna have a lot of guests in here. I wanted to make room for them. Looking at that receipt, you, I found that receipt you were talking about yesterday, where it would just say hundred. Jello shot LSU. Yeah, hundred Jello shot LSU. Right, hundred Jello shot LSU. Did you see the total? So the final total of that one purchase. No, 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 no. The final total for LSU. No, oh, the no, no. The fi- a total of Jello shots. Yes. No, what yes, was it? Their final total rings up at sixty-eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight. So just LSU was $344,000 worth of revenue. I saw that uh, I saw Rocco's thank the the folks that make them. It was uh, had a little handle there. So they are made. They're pre-made. Think of, I mean as many as they can make. I mean I don't know how you store all these. To be able to get, so that this has got to be an ongoing process. Someone has this automated. They're not just pouring a little yeah, into a cup. There has to be. There's some automation some, going on here. Some assembly line, yeah. Something. No doubt. No doubt. Sixty-eight thousand. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Not a record that's going to get touched. I don't even know if two fan bases. Maybe that's how you break it. You get two fan bases go, you know what? We both don't like LSU. How about we combine forces? But no one's going to want to help another. You know what I mean? They want, no, okay, well then put the numbers on our team. No, 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 it's on our team. Then it'll go back to team versus team. Yeah, that's going to be an impossible record to break. But you know who could break it? LSU. Yeah, LSU. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime they go back, they're going to try to break their own record. Okay, I like I understand your your thought here with um with teaming up. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah. here's the problem with that theory. This year if everybody else in the tournament would have teamed up, they would still be Uh-oh. Oh man. Did you lose the number? No, I hit the wrong deal. Uh, everybody else got to twenty six thousand. Uh huh. So they'd have had to double and then yeah. half time their efforts to get there. Well, I mean, maybe, um, maybe next year uh, a better fan representation other than Virginia will show up. Virginia and Stanford were pretty, Stan- yeah, pretty, pretty sad. terrible. Even in a normal year, that's pretty sad. They just didn't care. 872 for Virginia versus 68,888 for LSU. They're, they're, the, they're the girl in the corner drinking the White Claw at the party. They're not really that fun. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah 20, they want to leave at 9 o'clock. 26,142 for everybody else versus 68,888 for LSU. Man. That's a whipping. Yes, it is. There's That's a whipping. So congratulations, LSU fans. 
you've lived up to your mighty reputation for drinking <laughs> being crazy being, fans yes yeah. you you are definitely that so uh way to go way to go to the lsu fans uh nba free agency starting on saturday do you i mean here's the thing about the thunder they've already got 15 guys under contract so even if they wanted to do make some sort of splash, it's going to be pretty hard to do because of the, the, the because of the contract situation. Now tomorrow is the deadline that they could extend Lindy Waters with a team option. I personally hope they don't, and here's why: because I think Lindy Waters has shown the ability to make shots in the NBA, and I'm sure he's hoping they don't. That way, maybe he can catch on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then also JRE, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, the, on Friday is when his contract becomes guaranteed. So that that could be an opportunity to shave a couple of people off of the roster. Uh, it's kind of listening, driving back yesterday. That was one thing that I know that uh, Jim was back and he was upset, not with the pick necessarily, but how are you going to get minutes for a guy that's playing the position that he is? You know, you can you can spot minutes for a center. Right? They're, they're open. You can find those. But for a guy like this, I mean, what does this mean? I personally think it means the Lou Dort, the Lou Dort countdown to being traded has started. And I, I wonder how much of that draft pick and the moves that was made go along with what the new CBA is going to be once it gets hmm. signed and ratified. I, it, it almost feels like for the we, – we haven't got to experience this, right? We've always had to see – Sam Presti make moves prior to, and, and oh, by the way, some of the most important moves in the franchise history without knowing what it was going to be. Now he's got the opportunity to make these moves ahead of time with knowing what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And so that that's where I, I, I just – Anything that that you hear about that new the new CBA, it's trending toward you really not being able to afford three max type players, right? Right. Seems like it's a two, like it's a duo, and then fill out around it. And so, if you project ahead and you're hoping Chet is what Chet is, you know, paying Lou Dort eighteen or nineteen million for what you're getting out of Lou Dort might put you in a in a tough spot financially moving forward and so if you can get that position you know 85 to 90 percent of the production for 15 or 20 percent of the money those are moves that are going to kind of have to be made at least to to prepare for what's coming next because that's the one thing that's coming is a whole bunch of dudes are going to get paid if this current roster stays intact for the next couple of years i kind of feel like for the most part it will outside of the pieces that you mentioned so don't don't it's been fun for me you said nba draft is like a like christmas day right well for me free agency is like christmas day in in the nba world for me at least it used to be now this year i i don't expect a lot of big splash moves from the thunder my next christmas day i think is coming up in trade deadline like you said like when we get closer to that date which is in what February? Um, that's you know, in depending on where the Thunder are in standings and wins and everything. If it's if it's still uh, very realistic to not when I say go for it, I mean go for our realistic expectations of outright playoffs, six five seed, something like that. Then that's my Christmas day. It's like what could they be doing? Who could they go and trade for to acquire to make this team better? But I don't think we'll see anything like that on Saturday. I don't even no no no. I, I no. totally agree. I don't I don't think that's we've ne- for one the thing. The bigger question is they've the never big- been able to attract anybody anyhow. No no, and that's always been a thing. And the bigger question is outside of the Thunder market, like you know what happens to Lillard? What happens to Draymond? What happens to you know what's going going on in Dallas? What's going on in LA with Lakers and Clippers? I'm really because that's it, that'll shift the landscape, mainly in the West, of what the Thunder are going to be looking forward to 
uh, where they could fall uh, at the end of next year, standings-wise. So that's what I'm going to be looking for, the shakeups around the Thunder. Yeah, it, it, Portland's really interesting with Dame and then also Jeremy Grant and how that's right. all going to – you know, what they look like. Is this going to – are they tearing it down with drafting Scoot or are they going to try to build – I mean, they say out publicly that they're trying to build the best team they can possible around Dame Lillard. Does he want to do that? Kind of go through what I can't kind of seen Shea Gilgis Alexander go through the last couple of I years. I can't figure out what Dame wants. I don't know if he can either. It's it just it's every day I hear something different about him. It's, so, it, but it, but it's the same song and verse though, right? For the last couple of summers, going into say the trade, or I'm sorry, the draft, it's oh he's not going to be there. Look out for a Dame Miller deal. Then right before he's like, oh really happy, I love it here in Portland. I want to stay forever. Blah blah. blah. And then. After the so nothing nothing happens at the draft, yeah, and then we get to free agency, and it's you know he's not a free agent, but there can be moves made, well, sure, you know, and sure, yeah. It just seems like he's having a hard time deciding. I think here's the deal: I think he really loves it in Portland, but he also wants to win, and I don't know if he thinks that can happen in both in that spot. So yeah, he's definitely one to watch. I think Draymond's super interesting where he ends up. Because he's not he's not necessarily the Draymond of the early run for for Golden State, but he's still a guy that you want on your team and not on somebody else's. If I'm in the a Laker, lot of ways. if I'm the Lakers, I'm doing everything to get him. Honestly, you know where he'd be good in, it, it, but he's not going to go here because they're a long ways away from winning. But you know where he'd be good is Detroit. He's from there, young team. He could kind of whip them into shape a little bit, you know. Yeah, because they've got talent all over, or supposed to be talent all over the floor. Yeah, but there's no way he's going. No, there. no, he's he's way too. That'd drive him crazy. He might beat them all up. All those young guys not doing what they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be doing. He might beat the entire team up by the time it's over. Uh, but yeah, I think probably this afternoon, for sure by tomorrow, I think we'll start hearing. Hey, there's a deal in place for so and so to go somewhere who's the biggest is draymond the guy who who else if if it's a trade with dame or something some, what what is when we come in here on monday or whatever what's going to be the biggest move that has been made well if it happens and i don't think it will but zion i think would it'd be big just because you've always heard reports that nobody wants him and they can't find a home for him so i don't think that's going to happen i think that's the draymond thing wherever he could end up. I think he's very open to to explore options. He's you, You've heard him and uh, the Lakers have a mutual interest. But I wonder if that's changed since they went and got Chris Paul or if that does anything for him at all. I don't know. But I think he would be the biggest name. Wait a I don't minute. think – What? Lil- wait, wait, wait. What? Draymond Green? No, no. Chris Paul. Did I miss something? Chris Paul is a – He's a, a Laker? He's a Golden State Warrior. A Warrior. Okay. I was going to say, wait a minute. I thought he got – okay. I thought so you were with the Lakers. I was Lakers. wondering okay. if that would it's like, be holy enough cow, I to, that. to keep Draymond there. Or does that move the needle for anybody anymore with, with Chris Paul and his age? Uh, I think that's a horrible move by Golden State. See what I'm saying? Because he can't play fast. He's going to make them change how they play. Because he likes to kind of waddle up the floor. Mm-hmm. But maybe he doesn't have to play as much and he can be fresher. I don't know. I think Draymond's out of there. I think I've made it perfectly clear I do, too. I think he's out of there. And I think they're going to miss him. And if he goes to L.A., I want a season-long, hard-knock-style documentary. Because that that dynamic seems crazy, right? A.D. and Draymond and LeBron. I think A.D. would be the candidate to get punched in the face. Because he's not playing. (laughs) Right. And Draymond don't want to – he don't play that. Right there between the eyes and the unibrow. Boom. What about Russ? You think it looks like Russ is going to stay in at, at in L.A. as well with the Clippers? That's a good fit for him. Seemed to be way better than the Lakers. Yep. I don't know how much he, difference he can make. Either, I think but. that that because there was talks of bringing Chris Paul back to the Clippers when that didn't happen. I think Russ will stay where he's at. Yeah, no, I he, do think it's a good fit for him if he can play his role. If it's me, I'd rather have Russ than Chris Paul at this at this stage in their careers. I just don't know that Chris Paul has much left, man. And he's always hurt at the end. I just don't know. 
Thunderwise, enjoy your July Fourth holiday. This isn't going to be. No, 20, no. This isn't twenty sixteen where everybody's but that's, sitting on the edge of their chair for a few days waiting to get their heart. But this is all part Durant. of the process, in my opinion. It is. I do think they're. I do but think I there think will be they're, less they're, guys. I think they're in a win now mode. Well, I don't. You don't think so? No. Even with after who they drafted? Who? No. I think they drafted the guy that's going to help them. I think he'll help it. No. I don't think it's tank mode anymore. I don't think it's tank mode, but I don't think it's. Well, all I'm out. not saying win now for a championship. It's compete and win. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Hanging out in the studio on a Wednesday morning, and it's a full studio all of a sudden as the 12U Elk City Elkette State Championship winning softball team is in the house. Got one, two, three. How many are there? 11. 11. 11. 11 uh, girls, three coaches, and one old pro at this, as he's been in here before. Uh, the head coach of the Elkettes is Denny Gino. Denny, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. So, okay, I, I, you text me on Monday, and I had actually thought about this already because a couple of summers ago there was another group in here that featured uh, your son. And now there was bickering back and forth, apparently, between one of these girls and, and Catch about whose team – was the best now i don't want to put you on the spot but whose team was the best i i, I don't know if i could give you the answer to that one that this was an ongoing ordeal because of uh um that they've both been so successful through the season so it wasn't like it just started at that point but it, it was an ongoing conversation through the seasons uh you guys down in ada for the state tournament last week uh just talk about the pure domination uh, that your team put on everybody that was there? Um, you know, these, two years ago, this group of girls actually was split almost into two teams and um, got rained out and by some powers that were ahead of everything else, uh, ended up moving it to another week. And like the majority of the teams, we weren't able to compete. Um, most parents and stuff had, had scheduled vacations and different things. I think these girls kind of went in and, and had a mindset of, um, you know, they wanted to finish what they had started two years ago, and um, they came out and just tattooed the ball. I was talking to J.W. D Gillette last night, and he told me, he's like, man, if I waited five minutes of your game, it was almost over by the time I got on and started watching it. <laughs> yeah. So it made me think, you know, what was the – what was our first inning scores? Well, I went back and looked, and we had four, we scored 49 runs in the first inning of the four games. And um, so one of the coaches had said, when we got through our lineup, he said, I looked up, and you were at, at nine hole, and she hits a double in the gap. And I turned around, and I was like, crap, here comes her leadoff. <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. Is it, just, is it, it it's everybody, right? It, Top to bottom, everybody. Hit yeah, it. it's everybody. We ended up getting um, every single girl in the championship game played. Um, there was a couple other games we got uh, majority. I think every girl played in, in another game, but in a couple of the other games, it, it kind of snuck up on you because Leedy, who we had just played the week before in a 3-0 ball game, um, you know, they're very good. So it's like, man, I, you know, you, you slack up just a little bit, and they're going to – here comes their 1-2-3-4 coming up to bat. And luckily we got their 1-2 out, and um, they're both really good players. And I don't know if it was – tie or what but we kind of looked at each other like if we get this out it's a run rule <laughs> so um you know you, you just don't expect that from from good teams like that and and our, our girls went out and just they just competed and they and they never looked back yeah i think that first game when i was checking and it was already like 11 to nothing and there was already new players in in the top of the first inning yeah. <laughs> you went through your lineup <laughs> twice and we're right in the middle of it for the third time um, all right, let's let's start. Yeah, let's meet them. Yeah, let's meet everybody. Say your name and your position. Yeah, position. say your name and your position. Your name's, your name's Kinley. You can do it. <laughs> okay, go um, ahead. My name's Kinley, and I play pitcher. My name is Maggie, and I play third. Say your first and last name. Yeah, let's start back over, because <laughs> nobody knows who Kinley and Maggie are. <laughs> I'm Kinley Suter, and I play pitcher. I'm Maggie Gino, and I play third. I'm Hallie Lawrence, and I play outfield. I'm Bethany Crowther, and I play third and outfield. I'm Josie McConnell, and I play shortstop. I'm Reese Hill, and I play first and outfield. I'm Kimmy McClure, I play second and first. 
I'm Addie De La Fuente and I play anywhere in outfield. I'm Lacey McLemore and I play first in outfield. I'm Brindley Gerald and I play catcher in outfield. I'm Braylon Fulton and I play outfield. Okay, let's pass it back down to Josie because she seems the most comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josie, shortstop, probably kind of one of the more leaders on the team. Like as it was going on. Did you realize, like, holy cow, we're playing really, really good every single time we're out here? I mean, yeah, it was kind of hard not to look at the scoreboard. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, so when you put up 17 runs in an inning, does the scoreboard really – did it have one of those where like it was every inning or just the total? Just the total. So, so. it did go to 20. Yeah. Sometimes they don't go that high. No. It was kind of cool seeing that number on the board and seeing everybody just hitting the ball. Did you – did you just feel like once you got started, everybody relaxed and were like, man, this is going to be awesome because we're playing so great? Kind of. Everybody was just up in the dugout and cheering. So everybody was having fun. Yeah, it's hard not to. Okay. <laughs> Who's uh, the pitcher? Main, you're, it's you're... Lindley Pope, but she was also made All-American. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Say that, say that again, Aaron. All-American. You made all how – ha- how did that work? Well, we had a tournament up in where was it? I don't know. Fire Lake, and there was these tryouts for All American, and so my parents obviously signed me up. And you got so many balls, you got so many balls to field and hit, and so the best scores got to be on the team. You know. Awesome! Uh, congratulations! All right, <laughs> that's awesome. Here. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> okay. So at what point this spring or summer did you start talking trash to catch? I talked trash to him every day. Every single day. Now, what would he what could he possibly come back with after you guys win four games 67 to 5 and win a state t- win the state title? Congratulations and they look the same. The things look the same. That's all he said. So, does that mean he kind of admitted defeat? Because he didn't really have much to say. Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Well, so your dad, I was, he said he, the only thing he had over top of you was getting to come in here and talk on the radio. So now you get to do that, too. Mm-hmm. I, it's going to be hard for me to not take y'all's side on this. <laughs> Listen, what the, the scoring that happened this past weekend, I'm leaning towards this side here. Because as, as far as dominance versus state tournament, state champs versus other state champs, there is no, there's little resistance here. I'm gonna have to lean with the girls here. That's, that's more impressive for me. Sorry, boys. <laughs> All right, who wants it next? One more. Kinley. The pitcher. The pitcher. The pitcher. So, Lindley Pogue, who's not here. Right. Which is she? These two both split time, and um, so. Would you rather you start or close? Mm. Uh, you rather <laughs> start a game or close a yeah. game or come in and relief? Start a game. How come? <laughs> well, who doesn't want to start, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, do you have a, uh, oh, what am I trying to think of? A routine that you go through when you know you're going to start to get ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. You. Will your dad act? Will your dad say about the same amount of words as you did? No. <laughs> One of y'all two come up here. Oh yeah, Tyrell. <laughs> How's it going? You're doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Are you? You seem like you're uh, relaxed, more relaxed than I, than I've seen you as the season was going on at different times. That is true. After our first inning every game, we were pretty relaxed though, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, though, what was it like? I mean, when you think about winning a state title, you think about it being exciting. I mean, not that it wasn't exciting, but, you know, mm-hmm. like really nerve-wracking, intense. And when you score 49 runs in four games in the first inning, some of that has to go away. Oh, that's, I mean, as, as how these girls hit the ball, I mean, we were just, like, amazed on how they just continued, like, up and down the lineup. Like, every time they got up there, we were we were thinking – some somebody's getting the ball hit hard to them. Was there so ever, they're gonna make them earn it? Was there ever a thought after the first inning of the first game, like, hey, 
Save some of those for later. <laughs> I got a little nervous when we rained out on Friday. I'm like, how are we going to come back on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but after that first game on Saturday, they were hitting the ball just the same. So, When in this season, and any coach can answer this, did you think we got something special or did you know going into the season carrying over? Like, Denny, you kind of alluded to it a couple years ago, but was there any time this year you thought – this is this team's gonna make a run. When when we started this um, this season, um, Ty and I talked, and we had basically fourteen girls on our on my team. Kind of how the softball works mm-hmm. for Elk City, and and we had a group of six left, and we had we'd sat down and discussed, and um, it was hard to take some off of one team and 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 make another team and then it was also hard for him he was going to have to find there was some girls that were signed up that didn't have schools um, but he's like I don't know if I have nine total I don't know if I'll have enough to play and and so we just we came up with the idea of let's take them all and see if Kids Inc. will allow us to have four games and we can play 10 in one game and and uh, we ended up having 21 total because there was another girl that was wanting to play and so we just called her and told her to come out and play since we were what we were doing. And, um, I mean, we got to work with a lot of girls. And, um, I mean, you just kept seeing these girls keep getting better and keep getting better and keep getting better. And that thought had crossed even Jamie. Jamie and I sat here and had this discussion multiple times about, man, when we put these two together, they're going to be pretty dominant. Yeah. And um, pitching-wise, fielding-wise – uh, hitting wise, because there's just not many outs in a lineup, and um, that's what makes this group special. We did have one girl that set the tempo in a game, little fifth grader. She caught a fly ball against Leedy deep in the power alley on a, on a dead run over her shoulder. I mean, it was be- it was a beautiful catch, but you don't see that from a lot of little fifth graders, you know. And, and say uh, her name again, Allie Lawrence which they called her about every name under the sun at the state tournament <laughs> except hers and um i mean you know it's just it's just kind of like that when when the teams teams are good you got to yeah. have good outfielders you got to have and and that's what this group is right now is they they perform at a high level so this leads up to my follow-up question for all the coaches who are listening how do you get them there i mean for me personally it's been this close low-hanging fruit i mean what does it take for a, from a coach's standpoint and a team standpoint? Is it a lot of buy-in, parents buy-in, it's, it's, a little self-work? What is it? What's the secret? So I, when we were finished, we had, of course, parents and grandparents um, coming up and congratulating us and telling us thank you and stuff. But it, it's not that. It's the parents, the grandparents, the girls, and the coaches all buying in and spending extra time in the barn, You know, going out and taking extra ground balls, um, hey, if my kid's not the kid that's playing shortstop or, or third base or something, I'm okay with it, and I tell my daughter I'm okay with right. it. You know, so when you have those conversations with parents, where it's not, hey, well, why is my kid not getting to play, or why, you know, they're all they're all bought in. We're all on the same page. We're here to get these girls better because the main thing is isn't this state championship. It's the one in about four years. Absolutely. So everybody, I mean, I know some who's going into seventh grade next year off of this team. We have two okay. fifth graders, and the rest will be seventh. And from what I've seen last past week, and you got a good group from that ten years is going to come kind of fill that void too, right? So yeah. it's going to keep going. Yeah, just yeah. and 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 you know, you guys have talked Western Oklahoma softball. Um, I, you know, I, I. I hate to say this, but I love Jeremy Gray. We we've used each other. <laughs> we've used each other as I promise you, he's listening. <laughs> how, how to make each other better? Um, Nate Larson at Cordell, Jason Brown, um, JW. Uh, you know, you use each other, and we're not just making our program better. We're making the programs around us. And when you mm-hmm. look at it, you've got Canute, who's A, and um, Leedy, who's B. Elk City's four. You know, so. Um, you want to be competitive with these teams, and that's what I've probably learned more as a coach starting from the one that's a senior to now. I was so competitive, wanted to beat everybody. Or want, you know, But instead of being so focused on beating them, it was more like how can we make each other better. Right. And um, that's what I feel like right now in Western Oklahoma when you see Cordell playing in state tournament, Leedy playing in state tournament, Clinton playing in state tournament, and then you look at over at Tenue, you've got Canute. 
you got you know our, our other elk city group and and just so yeah. on so on i mean just all through there there's western oklahoma teams so even down to eight you i mean it's it's yeah. and it's fun and 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 i find myself when we're not playing for me personally at this last weekend i'm rooting for those other teams i'm yeah. rooting for elk city and because of that mutual respect and it's fun it's fun to watch a bunch of really good softball and it's fun to bring home state titles and you're right. Hopefully, in about four years, do it again. Yes. Okay. Last question. So you got to see like on league night, you'd split teams, and would you ever play each other? No, we never played. That each never other. happened. Okay, darn it. I was going <laughs> to. I was going to start now, the pot we, a little bit. Well, that didn't work. And we we would inter, inter scrimmage or inter squad during yeah. during practice and stuff all the time. So I mean, even if we had to, I would have told the umps to go home, and and I would have ran it, yeah. or, or Jamie or Ty, because honestly, like without those two guys. Uh, th- this wouldn't have been possible. So, I mean, I really, I really appreciate everything they've done. I had a crazy idea, and um, unfortunately, with my high school coaching uh, duties, I ended up having to leave it with them on a lot of Tuesdays. So, um, they, they've really stepped up and really been a big part of this. Well, it's awesome. Congratulations, girls! It's just, just so cool, and I'm sure everybody can't wait to see what happens. Uh, like you said, here in three or four years. Uh, when you guys get up into the high school ranks and uh, bring home a, a totally different trophy uh, that'll set in the Pioneer Center or whatever forever. So congratulations to everyone of y'all. Awesome. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. It wasn't too bad, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to talk now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's the Elk City Elkettes 12U State Championship winning softball team. Coach Gino, Coach Suter, Coach McClure, just uh, – Awesome stuff. Good stuff, man. That's awesome. That it is cool. It's really cool. And I hate to sound like a one of those, you know, kind of it's like an old statement when people say this, but man, they grow up so fast. But they will. You're gonna we're gonna blink and they're gonna be in the high school level. Well, I mean, honestly, that um, that's like well, catch and Cole and those guys. That that seems yeah. like it was a summer or two ago. Right? And those guys are gonna be juniors in high school. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And that should excite you, right? Because that, I mean, looking over one of those girls, the confidence is like through the roof. And and I've seen them play, and they are really good. And so when they went down to Ada and won it the way they won it, it really didn't shock me. I'm not trying to lessen it, but I expected it. So um, like, so now I'm just really excited to see them um, get through junior high and get up to the high school level and see what they can really do. Because they can hit, and I hope that continues. And this isn't just at, at a local thing, local level. I mean, we have an All-American in yeah. here, which I, that blew, blew my mind. Saw some girls wearing U-Trip shirts that turn. So they're playing – they're doing that extra stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and put a lot of time and commitment into it, clearly. That's yeah, what's nuts is in those four games, Cordell, Clinton, and Leedy were the other opponents. And then right. Fletcher. Yeah, and so yeah. Like, like Denny was saying – that kind of iron sharpens iron out here and 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 you see that when you when you get around to the fast pitch season uh you know the the ones that do play slow pitch who was in that state who was in the state tournament who played you know all the way to the finals this year in what three different classes with leedy canute and hammond right you know in the in the in the slow pitch state state finals yeah and a lot of that starts right with where those girls that were just in here starts way you know then right yeah so really it's, really cool it's really cool and exciting and and uh i'll be lying to if i told you i wasn't jealous i mean because it's like i said it's been so close a couple times for our girls and you know, i feel like it's coming but and, and denny gave a great answer it's it is iron sharpening sharpens iron um i know at canute we've done a couple times where we had a, like a preseason festival and we just have our local teams here and and there's no animosity to it or anything. Like we just want to play you to beat you. We want to make each other better. And we've had some great games against Elk City and McClure's bunch. And we went three and three against each other. I mean, it just shows how close we were. And then we were in the final four this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's awesome to watch. And Kids Inc. and that league is developing, producing great teams, really good teams um, at this level right now. That you're going to hear a lot of these names again that we'll talk about when they're in high school. You know that not team names, but in those individual names, you're gonna remember those names. Um, you know, uh, have success at the high school level. It's I, really, it's it's very exciting. I was really hoping that they played each other. 
Oh, I'm sure they do split it. Inner squad all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. That was really we couldn't get something out of them. But and, and kudos to everybody involved in that uh, Elkett softball program. Yeah. Those numbers he talked about are those are like five A numbers almost. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you think about it, there's so much interest there. You know, to be a part of it because it's they know it can benefit their their kid and developing them to be good ball players. Well, and, you can see you know, why you know the team this year. What did they have? Ten seniors, oh, nine yeah. or ten, yeah, something like that. But you know, a lot of places, them leaving would crater everything. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen here. And a big part of it is the summertime development and starting, you know, and and where they're at. So they're really cool. Hey, did you see what happened yesterday? Thinking, thinking in the sports world. Something that will affect us, you and me specifically. No. In in what we do later on in come fall. We can broadcast at state tournaments. No. No, in the fall. No, I don't know. What is it? We're going to see. I know you commit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Yeah, so Xavier Robinson of uh, Carl Albert. If you watched that game last year uh, with the Elks at Carl Albert, you know who he is. He's the one I think he scored five touchdowns on the ground. He's a monster in about three quarters of play, no less. Monster, yeah, big guy. Uh, he committed to Oklahoma yesterday. I, I can't wait to see what his role is because I know they're recruiting two other running backs. So is he more Dimitri Flowers because of his right? size, yeah, or is he more Ramondre Stevenson? I was kind of we were talking about this on the show before this on the early morning show what that could be what he could look like um you know he's a three-star guy but he's going into his senior year so there's always that possibility he could still develop into a four-star caliber running back um but i took two things away from it one was it's awesome to see a local guy stay local that's always been a thing right we always want to see the local guys stay local um and then and then two the possibility of him getting better but yeah his size just screams at you third down and short smash back you know fullback position's really not a thing anymore because i thought he's not as big as jd uh, runnels was but the parallels are, are similar because of coming from carl albert and everything i don't think but he i don't know can he catch it out of the backfield That's like a, the flowers could i'm watching some highlights right now um and it's like an x back it looks I mean, like from the state turn the state title game actually which they did everything they wanted to in that game too and he's <laughs> coming across catching one over the middle i have a, i think that he will be more of that flowers type guy yeah um, like a hybrid a little tight bit. end fullback type position yes could still take some handoffs yeah and then at the, you know if you if you consider him maybe a little bit lumbering as a running back, but then you put him out there in space as one of those guys. He can get downhill. All of a sudden, he's yeah. a lot different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot different. Yeah, but uh, you're not going to get him but, down with an arm tackle. You see multiple oh, yeah. highlights of that. Yep, he's got, he's a big guy, and but it's a different sport from one level to the next, and it's a totally different level going up to D1 football. Interested to see what how they could utilize him, and I hope he does get better. To be quite honest, and it's going to be exciting when to see Carl Albert come here because now quarterback yes and running back yeah, or, so now they got yeah. quarterback and quarterback that's a junior running back that's a senior uh committed to oklahoma uh this going to be the most talented team that's ever stepped foot on this field yeah, i think think so think so so yeah i thought that was of note yesterday not only because it's in state but because you'll be able to everybody listening within earshot on the radio, we'll be able to see him with their own eyes, right out here. Yeah, the, there's going to be a lot of fall. lot of not just Elk City fans there. I think there's going to be a lot of outside. You know, a lot of people are going to go, "Hey, we can just travel to Elk City and watch this team play." Yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be a fun night. Fun night. So that happened. Uh, what else? What else is on your mind? Anything? Have you started making plans for next Tuesday? Do you specifically menu for July fourth? No, I haven't got that far. Got uh, there? I, I still got to get some more meat in my freezer. Oh yeah, so. I forgot about that. Oh, 
Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I too soon. Need, I am, I'm My bad. Too out. soon. And then, uh, you know, insult to injury, I'm out of propane. I was cleaning my grill last night, and I turn on the heat it up. You do all that, and uh, completely out of propane now too. So I got to go do that before next weekend, this coming weekend. No, that, right now my my kids are begging me. There's a fireworks stand right when you drive into town. <laughs> it's it's ran by the Canute uh, Senior Class. Every time we drive by, the girls want to stop in there. So okay, well, last night we were busy. We will. If that, I love I love supporting the the local fireworks scenes that goes to good causes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I so, said, yeah, we'll go. We'll go over there. So I think the first priority is getting fireworks, and then we'll figure out the food situation later. Sad deal about Ryan Mallet. Yeah, scary stuff, man. That's yeah. uh, Destin when uh, Riptide, man. That it's really bad right now along the Gulf Coast in Florida, and. A lot of people vacation there, myself included. We plan on going, and we will not be going on that side. Yeah. We'll stay on the sound side. That's scary stuff. Um, that is a sad deal. One last thing. Did you see – did you know that Pat Sajak is retiring yes. from Wheel of Fortune? I knew that. Did you see who's going to replace him? Yeah. What a terrible choice. <laughs> was there any other – was there a choice that was not terrible? Ryan Seacrest? All my life I knew it to be – Pat Zajac. Well, it literally has been. But people They've done loved, it for 40. Pat and Vanna yeah, have done it for 40 right. years. So, You're not 40 yet. I'm not 40. It's, that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. there was no choice there that was going to satisfy me because it's that's all I've known. But I will say this. If you're Vanna, do you feel a little slighted? I'd, I'd say I quit too if I'm Van, Vanna White. Just walk Maybe her away, daughter could do it. Walk, walk away with Maybe with be Pat. Seacrest and Vanna's daughter. Sure. But I will say this. When Bob Barker stepped away, I thought Drew Carey stepped in nicely. Everyone loved that. Everybody, and they, uh, not everybody, everybody. Everybody, everything I heard, I had no problem with Drew Carey stepping in. But It's one of those things, okay, he's good, he's fine, but he's not Bob. Well, yeah. And that's what's going to happen here to Seacrest out. Cause he can, <laughs> At he can the end of Will okay. of Fortune? He can be okay, but he's not going to be Pat. Because <laughs> here's the thing about Pat, he was funny. And he'd make a little innuendo. He was quick, yeah. Seacrest isn't that way. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he does. I mean, they're still ha- kind of struggling with Jeopardy, too. Oh, Jeopardy. It's, they might as well cancel that show. Who do you but think? It's, it's it? hard. I mean, what we always say about really good coaches. You don't want to be the uh-huh. guy that follows right. him. Yeah, don't want to follow Trebek. Right? So... I guess I have a little bit more sympathy for guys who have to follow legends like that. I'm like, hey, let's just give them a break. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see. It's not like they're changing the game or anything. It's still Will of Fortune. Oh. (sighs) Yeah, but the game isn't that great. You need (laughs) Pat in there. (laughs) Just kind of a deal. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Come on, he's been giving away all those trips to Margaritaville and Cancun and all that. Makes you realize. I think it's his turn. It's It's his turn. Make you realize you're getting older, Jared. Yeah. Everyone have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered.